When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, Eagles Nation, stand up. Yo, how'd Barkley put it? <laughs> Looking like another grease pole night in Philly. 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 Facts. Hey, hey. Another tremendous, hopefully tremendous episode of the Grease Pole Podcast. Number 134 to be exact. Appreciate you taking part whether it be on YouTube or any of the podcast platforms of which we are available on all of them. Hit the subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. Also, leave us a review, uh, either good or shit, whatever you think of it, on uh, the pod platforms, however you're taking part. Thanks for doing so. A lot going on. Um, Landscape of Philly sports is crazy, man. It started off on Friday where, I mean, look, we've talked about it. 35 years, this is the least I've been invested in a hockey season. Yeah, man. And it it finally happened, though. Yeah. Chuck Fletcher's finally fucking fired. When you sent that text, I was literally in the midst of texting, congratulations. Dude, (laughs) it was like, this is going to be a good weekend. Yeah. This is going to be a good weekend. He's finally gone. Danny Briere, former flyer, um, is the new GM, and it's... It's not like another one of those, like, hey, the Flyers are just picking a former player like Ron Hextall. And I mean, Hextall worked his way up, too, and been in the front office. But it's like, you know, he's done work behind the scenes, man. He's been he's done the front office shit. Mm -hmm. And uh, it I mean, dude, you literally could have gotten anybody. It doesn't matter. Like it. It it can't be worse than Chuck Fletcher was like it got so bad that I honestly and it started to feel like it was like. He was a fucking mercenary that was sent in to just like. It's like when Brent, uh, Vince brought in the NWO to WWF. Yeah, exactly, dude. It's just like, yeah, go for it. release a cancer. Yes, dude. It's That's what it was. It was just like, this is, none of this makes sense. Make it make sense. And then on top of that, you have it being owned by a corporation. You're just like, this is awful. I don't care anymore. But it's a step, dude. I mean, yeah. we're not going to be awesome immediately, no. but. I I didn't think of this until after like the conversation because I had said you know I wish it would have been a uh, pre trade deadline right and I right. think Joe read that as oh you know you're a couple moves away but like what I meant was you guys should have been active sellers mm-hmm. is, and and getting rid of I mean you guys sold a few parts but you guys should have been accumulating picks 
Oh, dude, I, it, JVR, the fact that he's still on the roster yeah. still pisses me off. Yeah. I think that might have been kind of the final thing of like, okay, you, you're not even trying Can't to even drum up interest. Yeah, yeah, what the fuck? You couldn't even get, you know, a case of Tasty Cakes for him. This is <laughs> bullshit. And apparently Kata Hot is uh, going to be dangled out there, though. Wow. I saw that, and I was like, okay, so we're doing full-blown. I mean, it sucks, but like... Ha- these last few years, you might have ruined the kid. Like, I think so. It'd it's, be better for him to go somewhere like a minute, like not Minnesota. Gus is yeah, their guy, but yeah. like somewhere that even Detroit or something that, that yeah, dude, just needs Ottawa. attendee. Yeah, yeah, Ottawa, Ottawa would be, would be perfect, perfect, great. Man. Yeah, you know? a good young kid behind the in, or in front of the net. Yes. with a young squad. Yeah. yeah, dude, like it, it, somebody who's attendee away. Right, right, because it's damn sure not us. And Sandstrom's still young enough to wear. You know, you can go through the growing pains with him. Yeah, dude. Carter Hart should be leading a squad to the playoffs. He should be, and he was. He was great, and then just all hell broke loose. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just anytime he puts that sweater on now, he's unsure of himself. Yeah, and I get it. Fuck, I'm unsure of myself as a Flyers fan <laughs> most of the time now. But it re. I'll say this, dude. I'm not like, yeah, I'm not pounding the table for a cup here now next year. Yeah, but. It reinvigorated me enough to where I made it a point to. Wa- I didn't watch all sixty minutes, but I watched a good, a good portion of Flyers Pens Oof. on Saturday, which Sorry, ended friend. horribly bad. No, I know it was just like, well, well, when I tuned in, it was one one. I was like, ooh, go boys, yeah, dude. And then suddenly, uh, a penalty. The penalty kill units out there. Sid the kid puts one in the net, and I'm like, oh, gross. Fucker always scores on us, dude. Yeah. Always, every fucking time, and like. It. I didn't watch the whole thing because we we had to get a new water heater put in the house on oh, Saturday. So that times. was fun. Yeah. And so dealing with that and then finish that up. So it's like, okay, now it's time to sit down and relax and watch the boys. <laughs> and when I cut it on, it was two to one. Oh, and so you, I was like. Cut it on right after Sid's goal. Yeah. I And right as all hell broke loose. Mm-hmm. And they scored like three goals in dude, about 18 lo- yeah. seconds. That and last like, four minutes fuck? was ugly. It was horrible, I was de- dude. I said in the text, it was depressing to watch. I was like, "What yeah. happened? You guys yes, had it- you guys were you guys were playing well, at least hanging with them." Yeah, and then it was just like, "Oh well, yeah." By the way, <laughs> just to remind you of what's going on, you know? I forgot. And I mean, the trade deadline was already only what two weeks ago. Yeah, uh, Grandland got traded to Pittsburgh. I was Penn, like, "Oh dude. yeah, I forgot." Yeah, it's fucking. Boo. <laughs> I know it was a fucking wild deadline, man. Yeah. Holy shit! But it, it. I mean, we didn't do anything, but you know, well, we did, actually yeah. no, we picked up Brendan Lemieux. Yeah, you got a Lemieux. We're going places, so <laughs> yeah. no relation. Los Angeles love that guy. It's weird, like the the city. Like I remember, I was telling you, I watched Devs Kings earlier in the season. Yeah, and the crowd is wearing rocking Lemieux sweaters. Fuck yeah, they loved him. So it's like you got somebody who's a hockey player. They're probably going to be wearing them in Philly now, yeah. but it's it'll uh, be weird. A lot of that's probably yeah, yeah. It's gonna be, we don't have anybody else really. <laughs> so it's just like here's the shiny new guy. Yeah, there's potential there, even though what's the ceiling on him? Not very high. There's a very but, like, but it is a. It's like doubly weird because Pitts or uh, Philly. And the last name Lemieux, obviously. Mm-hmm. So there's the the Mario Lemieux. Yeah. Pittsburgh. And then Claude mm-hmm. also. 
Just like, huh. That was the first one I thought of because of the fucking turnpike rivalry. I actually went to Claude first. I was like, that motherfucker. Yeah. I hated him, dude. But now, like, going back, it's like him and Danico. I'm like, you know what? Those squads were fucking great. Fucking Scott Stevens can still suck a dick, though, <laughs> just because of what he did to Big E. But, again, 88, don't skate across center ice with your fucking head down. Uh, I love Dano. Like, he's not because he's on the call. Uh, he he does color for the Devils broadcasts, mm-hmm. and like I'm not going to act like the the Devils broadcast team is like amazing, but like it is. Most kinda, of them aren't. Yeah, but it's kind of neat to hear Dano. Like, yeah, dude. He, just, yeah, I mean, because they just love the boys, and it's like it's right. it's nice to hear them love on the boys. Yeah, it's cool to have a former player too. We got Brian Boucher, uh, Keith Jones, Jonesy, because of course in hockey it's always E. You just put a Y on shit, and that's your nickname. You know, it's like this is Weeksy. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm really, like, all right, very it doesn't clever. even flow. <laughs> very yeah. clever. What the fuck? But so yeah, dude, it's nice to at least have a modicum of hope. That yeah, man, like I don't know. It it felt like it felt like last week, like you're holding on for dear life it's it, yeah. it felt like i'm just a flyers fan because i'm from philly that, at this dude, point that was it and then but now it feels like you guys could be us in a couple years i mean you don't have yeah. to, you don't have the pieces yet right but it's like we could now exactly dude and it's it's you're the year we went to the cup in 2010 the year prior we were like the worst team in hockey mm-hmm. like it's it's not unheard of dude yeah. no i'm not saying that's going to be the case next year because it ain't but, I mean, Danny Breer's got his work cut out for him. But that said, it's, I mean, I don't know, two, three years, there's no reason to think we can't be a playoff contender at yeah, least. absolutely. So, I don't know, man. And we're in cap hell right now because dickhead Fletcher had to, let's pay the fuck out of Rasmus Ristolainen. <laughs> Travis Sanheim gets an eight-year extension, and you're just like, what is this? But we couldn't call Johnny Hockey up. Yeah. Cool. Makes sense. You know, but... Hey, we'll bring in a guy that is from Jersey. His name's Tony D'Angelo. Get excited about that. And you're just like, this is the worst. Yeah. This is why we're all mad and have alcohol poisoning. Hockey's different now, too. Like, I mean, I've, I've talked about this ad nauseum on probably this program. But, like, watching the devs now, it's such a weird contrast to when they were winning cups. Yeah. Because we got a Dougie back there we got yep. you know we got uh, we got an offensive defense and it's it there aren't bruisers right I, I don't know that there's very many bruising defenses period anymore. no yeah dude you don't have to be that anymore no. you know what i mean and it, if anything it's it works against you if you are because all you're doing is just giving them more man advantages mm-hmm. which i mean you know unless you're us on the sharks franchise <laughs> you know <laughs> look at gear subscribe to yes. gear freaks pod gear madness tournament uh selection monday tournament being put together later on so check that out um but yeah dude like it, it works against you you can't that's why i hate when they still like the broad street bullies thing mm-hmm. no it it doesn't work in today's hockey yeah like it's it's this isn't the 70s anymore and it's, we it's, don't still have dave schultz and shit it's not like the nfl where like when when you do something different it stands out and gets you ahead right like hockey right. just isn't like that no the game of hockey is the game of hockey Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and who can grind who can forecheck who can do all that who can score and we haven't had anybody that could score in for fucking ever dude your man hayes got hot for a minute yep and i that's when i scooped him up he was hot and then just suddenly he went fucking 
ice cold. He, yeah, it's dude. Like, cool. Get off my team. Awesome. Bye. Back to waivers. <laughs> yeah. TK was fucking hot, dude. Yeah. And then he got fucking hurt. So I'm like, all right, well, and it makes no sense to put him back in this year for what? No, yeah. Why rush what him the back? fuck for? Just let him sit at home. Again, technically, what is it? 16 games left, I think. I was looking at it earlier. Thereabouts, yeah. You guys still aren't mathematically eliminated, but like you essentially have to win such a high percentage of them. Right. That it's like, Plus yeah. probably get some help. And it's yeah. like, this isn't, yeah, dude. It's and probably it's, not happening. It's not, but it's just like, you know what, man? He's gone. He's like, gone. Comcast still owns the team, but it feels good to know that there's an actual person. It is weird that I think Joe, because Joe's looking at it financially. Look, Joe knows more hockey than I do for sure. But like, I'm with you in that soulless corporation. Now, it's that, a salary cap sport. But so. that being said, if you have a guy that is going to, you know, go to said soulless corporation and go, look, mm-hmm. open the pocketbook. Yeah, let's get some guys and get some wins. Then you know you might be onto something. Yeah, dude. Well, and that's the fucked up part is it's not that they're not willing to spend the money; they're just spending it horribly. <laughs> like Rasmus Ristolainen shouldn't be making what he's making. Sanheim shouldn't be under contract for eight fucking years. Like that's in order to move those dudes, you're going to have to take on some of that salary. Yeah. So that's dead cap. That's what the birds find themselves with Carson mm-hmm. Wentz. Like that's why you don't sign just role players and okay dudes to ridiculous contracts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, again, Carson at the time wasn't a role player. He looked like he was going to be the franchise, so I get it. But Ristolainen is not that. No. Sanheim's not that. These Those guys were They're just guys. You know? Right. They're just there. So mm-hmm. what the fuck? You, why are we locking him down for eight years? <laughs> it is weird. I've, Where I'm is he going to go? seeing so many like eight-year contracts coming out in hockey. Like, I mean, it... For, like, Marner and shit, it makes yeah. sense. It's But, like, I don't I don't know, man. Like, hockey's one of those sports, you know, maybe it's just because, you know, like, like we were talking about, like, all the movement at the deadline. It's like, yeah. well, I mean, who really locks in? Like, Sivo is going to be a ref- uh, free agent right. this year. And I'm like, part of me is like, I want to see him retire a dev, man. I love, yeah. that. I love that dude. Like, I mean, right. he's, he's our, he's a third line blue blue line guy now but like he's a dev you still love your fan favorite dudes you know what i mean I not love, everybody can be a stud but like what is the actual likeliness he remains a devil right right it's pretty low actually yeah unfortunately yep i mean well, especially we got a lot of defense in the pipeline exactly dude and that's the thing is i mean those young guys if they're hot if they're good, you want to get them up there before they, while they're still cheap, not to mm-hmm. be fucked up. But that's, yeah. I mean, that's why in in football you're seeing dudes, you know, smart teams build through the draft. They don't build through free agency. Like the Bears have already spent a shit ton of money uh-huh. and they had a lot of cap space. But it's like you don't build through free agency. You you use that to supplement your roster exactly. if you're a piece or two away. Yeah. The fucking draft is where you build. That's where smart teams build. Yeah. You know, you if build you look your line at, there, you build. Yeah, you dude. Get your receivers there. Exactly, your man. Quarterback there. Same in hockey. Like, if you want to trade for, I mean, it's a little different in hockey, but I mean, you've got to have a pipeline, dude. You have to. Yep. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, if you win a cup, who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. But then you could also be a fucking doormat for five, seven years. Uh, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. So. 
<laughs> but I mean, like your team was. But, but, yeah, but we. But you worked your way we back, built though. it through the draft. Yeah. Like, and that's what's got to happen, man. How many like how many draft guys do we have? You right. Know, starting with the cap, Heisher, Hughes, fucking yeah, dude, Bradder. Yep. I yep. mean, and that's just the three off the top of my dome. Yeah. You know? And you trade for Meyer, but again, Meyer's a piece to get you over the top. Yes. And that's And what, hopefully we are going to sign him, you know. They'll extend him, dude. I would, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if not, I mean, hell of a rental, though. Yeah. You know? But I think they're going to extend him, man. I, I can't imagine they make that trade without going, yeah, by the way. You're, you're going to hang out, right? right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So... Good things happen in hockey, um, not immediately, but down the road. Um, NFL free agency starts on Wednesday. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, new league year. Technically, you can start like the window of negotiation can start now. That's why dude's already being signed to deals. Mm. <laughs> it's funny. Like, we re-signed Brandon Graham last week, um, one year, $6 million. Um, Javon Hargrave is now a San Francisco 49er. He got uh, four years, $40 million guaranteed. T.J. Edwards signed with Chicago. As we said, they spent a shit ton. Three years, $12 million guaranteed. It's kind of weird we didn't bring him back for that much. But. Didn't they move the number one pick to Carolina? I don't the know. Bears? I you... think they did. I, for, they traded the number one pick for like a, a bunch of Carolina's picks. Let me look that look, up. Look, man, like don't hold me to that. You're the draft guy, but like I feel like I saw that somewhere. It may have happened. if It, ha- it, it may have happened Saturday. Cause yeah, it was a it was a busy weekend and this and that. So yeah, they did. Holy shit! Okay, wow. All right, I'm gonna have to look into that later. Yeah, so that's interesting. So a quarterback's going one in the draft. Good for Chicago. They probably got a shit ton of assets from that. So and that'll help them rebuild. I mean, yeah. I don't know about all the money they're spending in free agency. I'm sure it'll work out. But again, that'd be my thing. Ton of draft picks. Mm-hmm. Give me that. Fuck the especially in football, man. Yeah, dude, you have to build through the fucking draft. I mean, look at the birds and look at Kansas City. That's yeah. what smart teams do, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, again, like there's there's the Bucks who trade for Brady. Right. Or they get Brady, I should say. Yeah. And, that, you know, that's the piece that you're missing. Yeah, because so I makes mean, sense. and that's, but they had a hell of a roster, too. Yeah. It was just like, we can't keep rolling Jameis Winston out here throwing mm-hmm. 30 picks. Yeah. You know? Um, it, it makes sense. You know what I mean? But look, you know that, I mean, our cap situation is not great. Again, Carson Wentz dead money. So it is what it is. You're going to lose guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the biggest piece of all, other than Jalen Hurts and Chauncey Gardner Johnson, Jason Kelsey's coming back the center. So, and that's Jesus Christ basically. (laughs) So you saw the big ass hug between him and Howie Roseman, you know, earlier today that they put out on social media and you have to that's a guy that i had a feeling all along he was going to come back but dudes were like i don't know like it you don't want to leave especially when you have a chance to go back and mm-hmm. then like the year after the year you leave if they do get back like you're going to be sick dude yep. you know so it's like you go one more time farewell tour mm-hmm. i mean he hadn't come out and said like i'm done after this year but he's flirted with retirement for the last like three four years like it also gives the backup time to flourish longer yes. under the guy. Right, dude. Right. So it's and he had a hand in drafting his replacement. So and Cam Jurgens, who said he would play guard because we're going to lose one of our starting guards too. So there's going to be a lot. 
of moving parts. I mean, you know, again, starting defensive tackle, starting linebacker, already gone with Javon Hargrave and T.J. Edwards. It's going to be a big year for Jordan Davis and Nicobe Dean, the two players out of Georgia we drafted this past year, and those guys are going to have to step the fuck up. I mean, look, I sat here and, you know, about a year ago, a little less, Kyle Hamilton was the pick, and you passed over him for Jordan Davis. And I get it. He gave you that clip over the summer where he, you know, lifted Cam Jurgens up and it went viral and shit. I understand that. And at the end of the day, Jordan Davis can still end up being a hell of a pick and he's a hell of a player and a hell of a talent. I get it. But Kyle Hamilton would have made more of a difference in that Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying if you make that pick, if you're Howie, that the game ends differently because still you got to have Jonathan Gannon willing to make adjustments, which he wasn't. But Kyle Hamilton would have made more of an impact in that game. Jordan Davis isn't even an every down player. And so that's my thing is when you move up in the draft and you take a guy 13th overall, do you really want to get a rotational piece? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And he's going to be a starter this year. He's going to have to be. So, you know, unless Kalijah Kansi gets drafted with the 10th overall pick and he loses his job to him or something like that, then Jordan Davis has to step the fuck up. N'Kobe Dean, who was the best linebacker in college football two years ago, a little undersized, but these guys now are going to get an opportunity to show why they were drafted as high as they were and why, you know, again, George is the new Alabama in college football. Mm-hmm. And you get these two dudes from this program, from this vaunted defense. That's, you know, now the time's yours. Now the time's yours at the biggest stage in the game at the NFL level. You know what I mean? You're not as big as the sec is. You're not in the sec anymore. So you've got to prove it now. And bottom line is, is we fucking need your ass because mm. we don't have the cap space to go out and replace you. And we only have six picks right now. So and how he's going to move around. He's not we're not going to end up only making six picks. We might make more. We might make less. But that's not he doesn't just stay and pick where he is. He doesn't do that. So big, big year for those two. I mean, they're one A and one B on players to watch this year. Um, the Chauncey Gardner Johnson and Darius Slay drama. Um I very much Chauncey Gardner Johnson. I've believed all along is going to be resigned. You know he he sent out the tweet and the Instagram video, all love Philly and whatever, and everybody collectively shit themselves, saying that you know, okay, he's gone, he's gone, he's gone. Well, at this point, with some of these deals being announced, if he were if he was absolutely gone, I think he would have been pretty high on somebody's you know, priority list to go out and get after the year he had. And so I definitely think that, you know, how he's in negotiations with him. I mean, he come out and said, aside from Jalen Hurts, that's the next priority is he wants to bring him back. So don't shit yourself yet. I don't think Gardner Johnson's out the door. I don't. I think he's going to stay. At least I hope. Darius Slay has been given permission to, uh, you know, Drew Rosenhaus, rather his agent, has been given permission to seek a trade from uh, – from the birds and that's going to be interesting um you know the reality is and i love darius slay but it his play the second half of last year was not great and you could see kind of the decline he's i believe 32 years old he's a hell of a player he's an all pro but he was a captain but if you're going to start this was the first time you were named a team captain you finally made it to a super bowl after years in detroit you would think the diva would be turned down a little bit Mm -hmm. at the end of your career and you wouldn't be on Twitter making a bunch of noise. So this isn't a team that's about the drama and thankfully, and I don't want it to be again because it very much was during the Carson years at the end. And that shit doesn't need to happen again. The culture got cleaned back up 
and it needs to stay that way. So ultimately, if Slade's got a gripe, he can get the fuck out of here. You mm. can send his ass to fucking Tennessee or somewhere <laughs> for a Powerade machine. I don't give a shit. I'd rather keep James Bradbury anyway, who um, has come out and said, and again, you never know with these things. It could always just be conjecture, but he's come out and said he wants to stay in Philly, uh, how he wants to have a chance to match any offer that he gets. And I think that if you have the choice of Bradbury or Slade, give me Bradbury. And you can say what you want about the, you know, the call at the end of the Super Bowl, not to go there again. But, you know, he's younger. I think he played better. If you look at the analytics, if you look at the numbers last year, he had the better season, even though Darius Slay started hot. Bradbury was consistent all year long where Slay wasn't. And, you know, Darius Slay got torched in that Cowboys game. James Bradbury was constantly in position to make plays. And he didn't get the picks maybe you want, but he's got the PBUs. He does everything. So... I would rather have Bradbury of the two, and it's just you hope the secondary after it's been so shit for so long. You had it, you know, with the Jim Johnson years, it was awesome with Dawkins and, you know, Michael Lewis and Lito Shepard and Sheldon Brown and all those Leto guys. Shepherd. Yes, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And you finally build it back after years of Namdi Asamoahs and Bradley Fletchers <laughs> and Nolan Carrolls and all this shit. And now it's good again for a year, and you're just like, I want this to stay together. Even if it's different people, or you interchange a piece or two, like, you need that in this game now. The pass rush complements the secondary. The secondary complements the pass rush. Mm -hmm. it, you can't have just one anymore. You can, but it's better when it's symbiotic. It's a team fucking sport, and the game has evolved so much that you can't just have one good corner anymore. You have to have two at least. So teams are spreading you out now. And you see what happens when Darius Slay got joined by James Bradbury. That's what made a difference. So I'm for moving Slay out if that's what happens, if Bradbury sticks around. And Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is every bit as important to this team, I think, that the return of Jason Kelsey or Jalen Hurts is. And I think ultimately he wants to stay too. Look, when you're a, a fucking couple minutes away from a Super Bowl, everybody wants to win a Super Bowl. They mm -hmm. do. So – if you can make an offer that's somewhat semi-comparable to what he's getting somewhere else, you know, he's already in-house. You know what I mean? He had his car stolen a couple weeks ago. But I remember seeing that, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, give him, you know, buy him a car. Buy him a car. I remember, uh, or you got to think, like, if it's if it's last year, you know, and they barely scrape in, you know, this there's a lot of make-believe we have to do here but if it's last year and they barely scrape into the playoffs but somehow go on a run and go to the super bowl it's right. different than this year oh where yeah. they were a great team all season yes dude like if it's if it's last season and it's like oh you guys just kind of went on a run it's like okay i can leave because there's no guarantee that this is good next year exactly you guys will be a good team you guys will be a playoff team again yeah, next year, dude. barring something awful something insane yes which is always possible with these motherfuckers but the NFC is the weak conference, and if you look at it, a lot of the pieces were losing. I love what Howie's doing in that he's keeping the crucial locker room guys around. Like, Brandon Graham is hella important. That's a locker room presence. That's a culture signing. And he is coming off his best career year at 34, and you keep Jason Kelsey. You're letting go of some of these guys that you got in free agency, Javon Hargrave, and he was part of the double-digit sack club. I'm not shitting on him. He's a hell of a player, and San Francisco's defense got significantly better with the signing of him, but he's also in his 30s. Like, you're mm -hmm. letting go of guys that are older that, it, I mean, if you pay them anyway, you're only going to get probably a year, maybe a little more than that, 
of quality production out of that contract anyway. Yeah. So it's you keep your core intact while recycling the talent. Mm-hmm. I'm good with it, man. I mean, TJ Edwards kind of sucks for losing him for four million a year because he was underrated as hell in what he did for this defense. But you can if how he doesn't traditionally draft or value linebackers, you're going to have to now because mm-hmm. you see what happens when you have guys that can make plays. I mean, TJ Edwards isn't a star. He's not selling a ton of jerseys, but if you watched the Eagles last year, you knew how important that dude was. So you got to, that has to be a priority, especially if you're able to bring back most of the guys in the secondary. So a lot of movement um, across, you know, Philly sports, the, the flyers are making moves. Thankfully, finally, Um, free agency is about to begin. So we're about to start to see the uh, the first phase and how this Eagles team is going to reshape for uh, the 2023 season. Another run at uh, the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 58 this year, I believe. Yes, 58 in Las Vegas, where Mm -hmm. the Raiders play, which still feels fucking weird to say. Very weird. The Las Vegas Raiders. Very bizarre. But that's where it is. And uh, they signed Jimmy Garoppolo today. Huh. By the way, not a Raiders pod, but just a note. Um, it's going to be an interesting free agency. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets is apparently all but done. So he's going to follow literally the exact same path as Brett Favre. <laughs> God, I hope that doesn't mean he ends up in Minnesota. I uh, Dude, I know. Not that Me I too. really care. Anymore, I don't either. But... It'd, be, it'd be funny as shit. <laughs> yeah. It'd be funny as shit. For entertainment purposes alone, I hope it does happen. I hope Fuck he's it. also not like defrauding. Uh... Yeah, right? <laughs> Some charities. Yeah. No criminal activity, or please, Aaron. showing his peen. Yes. No dick pics. <laughs> no, he's just in a tent with sensory deprivation, getting high. That's all he's doing. So he's not harming anybody. He's just trying to figure out whether the shaman tells him to go to the Raiders mm. or the Jets. Apparently the Jets. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. There's that. But new league year starts 4 p.m. on Wednesday, March 15th. And uh, we will be back here next week to discuss the moves that the birds make. Hit subscribe on the Grease Pole Podcast on YouTube. And give us a follow on all the pod platforms as well where new episodes drop each and every Monday. We'll see you next Monday. As always, go birds. Wow. Oh, wrong one. <laughs> That's the one. Yo, how'd Barkley put it? <laughs> Looking like another grease ball night in Philly. 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 Thanks. Go birds. Go birds! That would be great. That would be great. <laughs> Yes.